0: Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is the August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other shh. Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me and all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Welcome back to the August light. Today is part two of our two-part series, The Gift of Goodbye. If you listened to last week's episode, then you already know what we're talking about. If not, then I guess I'll let you in on this week's topic. (laughs) Today we are discussing why letting go and putting things in God's hands doesn't necessarily mean you're doing nothing and why loosening our grip on some friendships may be essential for the growth of those relationships. So let's get right into it. Most if not all of my life I've heard people say let go and let God and I'm putting it in God's hands. Now both phrases sound fairly easy right but If you've ever tried to put something in God's hands or let go of a situation and let the universe handle it, well, then you know it's never that simple. And honestly, I sometimes don't know how to do it either. But a friend of mine recently said something that resonated with me. They said that putting it in God's hands doesn't necessarily mean you do nothing. Y'all are probably wondering. How is it possible to let go of something while still working on the very thing you let go of? It reminds me of this meme that I saw with DJ Khaled that says something like, you put it in God's hands, but you're standing at the door keeping a watchful eye talking about, hey God, it's me again, just checking to see how that thing is going, you know? Now, I truly believe we've all done it at some point. We are trying to let go of a situation, but we can't help but ask for an update every once in a while. It's like those tasks we assign to those coworkers or that one friend that you know isn't reliable, but you gave them the task just to be nice even though you know they probably won't come through. Newsflash, y'all. God is nothing like your flaky-ass friend or your lazy-ass coworker, but I get it. Releasing something we care deeply about and trusting that it will still happen for us is extremely difficult, especially if you know how God's timing works, because his timing is not our timing, and that thing you've been praying for could take a day or 10 years. Personally, I've witnessed both ends of the spectrum. When I started my last job, I knew I'd only be there as long as I was supposed to be there or as long as God wanted me there. Now, in my mind, that meant two to three years. But in God's time, that meant six years. I say all this because when I look back on all the things I allowed to unfold according to God's plan instead of my own, I realized I wasn't just standing still waiting on it to happen. The reality is I was doing something. In the case of my old job, I was building my acting resume and acquiring the training and skills I need to be ready for the opportunities that are now available to me. Eight to seven years ago, wouldn't have been able to learn a four-page audition side in five hours and put it on tape in one take, like I did today. Not only that, the audition wouldn't have been full of nuanced emotions ranging from joy to sadness to hurt to pure comedy. See, the reality is, my dream of acting has been in God's hands for a long time. But I didn't just put it there and forget it. When we put things in God's hands or the universe's hands, we aren't just sitting there waiting for it to happen like, I'm here. Go ahead and do it. No, we continue to live our lives. We continue to work on things that bring us closer to our goals. We're meeting new people and building relationships that will ultimately help our vision come to life. We put things in God's hands so that we can release the worry. But remember, there is other work you still need to do in order to get what you want out of life. As we work to live a life full of purpose and passion, By the way, the Latin word patior is the root word for passion, which means to suffer. So when you're pursuing your passion, it's inevitable that you'll suffer. But let's get back on topic. (laughs) As I mentioned earlier, sometimes when we take our hands off a situation, we go from filling our time with worry to filling it with people. We may be building new relationships, nurturing current ones, or letting long-time relationships breathe. I'm living proof that some friendships don't require constant nurturing or quality time together or the constant checking in and talking every other day or once a week or, you know, a few times a month. I mean, in the last few years, I've reconnected with some old actor friends and it was like no time had passed at all. This made me realize that some relationships have what I'll call a breathing or a loosening phase. In this phase, you may not talk to or spend time with some friends for years on end. Seriously, I have long-time friends that I only hear from on my birthday or on their birthday, but if they were to reach out or I were to reach out at any given time, we'd sit and talk on the phone for hours on end without feeling like strangers. I mean, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? And I've come to understand that this breathing period is often necessary because If you are fortunate enough to meet and bond with people who are generous, goal-oriented, intelligent, fun, and just simply amazing, then you'll see that these kind of people are constantly growing, living, and bettering themselves, which is why we sometimes have to loosen our grips on these friendships, because if we hold on too tight, then we may stifle our friend's growth, because there are things that you sometimes have to do by yourself. The friends that I'm talking about, the ones that I only speak to twice a year, are friends who are building businesses, working on their doctorates, advancing their careers, practicing self-love, and healing from past traumas. They are becoming better people while we are breathing. They are living their best lives, and so am I. And like I said, there are periods of our lives that we are meant to experience alone, Sometimes our journeys take us to places that are designed for one person, because in these places and during these periods of time, there is something in you that needs to be developed for your future self or for someone else that you'll meet along your journey. The breathing period of a friendship is often a developmental phase. The people in these phases are evolving into the best versions of themselves, and honestly, I can't wait until me and some of my friends reconnect on the other side of this phase because I know when we gather, we'll be better people, more evolved, more interesting, and we'll gather at one of our multi-million dollar homes to have cocktails and tell each other all about the journey we've had up until that point. All the while, looking like no time has passed at all because you know Black don't crack. All right. We've come to the part of the show where I get to share something entertaining slash something interesting or fun. And since this episode concludes our two-part series, I'm going to keep with the music theme from part one. Let's call today's segment Music and Friends. Since today's episode covered friendships, I decided to share a playlist that I created for a friend and a playlist a friend created for me. A few years ago, one of my friends was taking song requests in honor of her birthday, which is actually a few weeks away. So happy early birthday, you know who you are. And instead of sending a song or two, I created an entire playlist for her, which is now called For a Friend. Interestingly enough, Another friend did the same for my birthday this year and called it Love My Asa. She know who she is for that one. <laughs> and, you know, I was pretty surprised by the songs on the Love My Asa playlist because not many people know the kind of music that I really like. And it feels good when you could connect with someone through music. I've been fortunate to do this on many occasions. So cheers to all of my friendships that came to be because of our shared love of music. Now, the For a Friend playlist is 10 songs long, so I'll list all the songs, but I'm only going to give the first 10 songs from the Love My Asa playlist because she went ham on that playlist. (laughs) But of course, the links to the full list with the songs and artist names will be in the show notes. All right, so here we go. For a Friend playlist. Number one, Roll With the Ocean. Two, Bourbon. Three, Blind Man. Four, Ten, five, body smile. Six, hallucination. Seven, with me. Eight, I get lonely. Nine, deep end. Ten, top down. Here we go with the Love My Asa playlist. Number one, my love is like whoa. Two, fantasy. Three, breakdown. Four, honey. Five, I want to be down. Six, angel in disguise. Seven, the boy is mine. Eight, almost doesn't count. Nine, bring it all to me. Ten, heartbreak hotel. All right, y'all. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast, leave a review about it, somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.